Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Happy Friday. Bill Ryder with you coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it. Rocket can. Um, Diesel's a huge science fiction fan, and he talks a lot about alternate universes and kind of weird stuff, the executive producer of the show. And he likes to remind me that in The Matrix, the way that, that – they knew that they were in the Matrix, in the original incarnation of the machine-controlled fake world in which the machines put humans in order to extract their energy. Am I doing that right, Tom? Um, it didn't work because it was so perfect, people didn't believe it and kept waking up. That's how I feel this morning. The world feels right again because it didn't feel real that Thursday night football games were as great and captivating and exciting as they have been the last couple weeks. And it just kind of feels normal that last night's game was an abomination and that most of us watched it even though we knew it was putrid for almost the entirety of the game. Unless you're a Browns fan, in which case congratulations on getting another win. Uh, We're going to get to that topic here in a little bit. I've got a great NFL conversation lined up that begins with Diesel. That's Tom again. Walks into a bar. Tom, don't shake your head at me. Good morning, Tom. You good? Everything great over there? Good morning, Bill. It's Friday. Everything's great. Tom walks into a bar, and he sees two different... This is if Tom were single. He's happily married. He's got a kid. I'm just saying, in the analogy, single days, pre-Mrs. Diesel, and there's two tantalizing prospects. And while one of them, back in the day, would have grabbed his attention... Diesel tells me he might be a little more interested in the newer, shinier, Tua version of what's in the bar, if you will. So we'll get into some of the big games of the weekend and, and what happens when Diesel walks into a bar, because it makes me laugh. Not as funny, but we talked about it yesterday, is the news and the continuing news that is coming out on Ime Odoka, the suspended head coach of the Boston Celtics. May not be the head coach of the Boston Celtics when that suspension is over. Yesterday speculated on that. Today don't have to. The Celtics have have since told Shams, if I can keep track of who's breaking what news, that there is no guarantee that Adoka will return. And as we speculated on the show yesterday, this was more, allegedly, than a consensual relationship. That allegation is reported to have been made by the woman who was a part of that relationship. And again, what we discussed yesterday, this is ugly, sticky, complicated stuff. It's not easy to parse when you get into these sort of inappropriate relationships at work with power dynamics and it looks like that's a big part of the reason the Celtics have done what they have done we'll update you on that in about 30 or 40 minutes it is a Friday so we've got all kinds of great stuff lined up I'm a huge fan of Nick Costos he's a buddy he's a friend and I'm not just saying this because we're because we're pals I think he might be strike that he is the most talented gambling expert personality in the country 
and not just because he works for BetQL, which is a part of the Odyssey family. The guy's amazing. We had him on a bunch last year. And Diesel, I don't want to um, put you on the spot here, but you do such a good job booking guests. Sources tell me we might have Mr. Costos from You Better You Bet every Friday. Does that is that is that still in the cards? Or are we still are we still um, efforting that? I, I was you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to use a radio term that I know you love. We are efforting to have Mr. Costos every single Friday. Hate that expression so much. Yeah, I know you're efforting it. We've already talked about it. What's the alternative? I know you asked me to do it, but I'm not doing it. That's what I'll tell my boss. Hey, Bill, how's that going with the NBA news? I need you to get. Oh yeah, I'm not efforting that at all. <laughs> no, thank you. All right, eight five five two one two four CBS. You want to call us, Sports Writer Sports. R-E-I-T-E-R. We'll also get to Bum of the Week, and we'll get to Buy or Sell, which D-Cell apparently still wants to do in a pirate voice, so he's not the Bum of the Week. That's a throwback to earlier earlier in the show. That was a ter- that was a, that was a, that was a terrible, terrible, terrible football game. It, it just it just was, and there are a few takeaways here. Let's first just get the Browns one out of the way because I think it's probably the most important in the short term and the least interesting in the long term. The Browns, at this stage of things, simply need to tread water. Jacoby Brissett does not belong as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. That Browns team, without a, at least in terms of talent, the right starting quarterback, and it is Deshaun Watson, right or wrong, away from football, without that level of player. Hell, without Baker Mayfield and what he was before that divorce, they look pretty basic. Doesn't matter. Hard to take away anything from that Thursday night football win because the Steelers are terrible. And as much as it pains me, and I've, I've talked about this on the air, I like Mitchell Trubisky. Incredibly nice guy. Set up to fail by his organization. But you saw last night, that's what he is now. He's a failure. And his leaving the Bears doesn't change the career trajectory they put him on. The Browns won. They're 2-1. and one. They're trying to tread water until Watson comes back. When he does, I think they're going to be really dangerous. Way to go, Cleveland. It was an ugly game, and it wasn't as, it wasn't as um, decisive as 29-17 felt like. For chunks of the game, it really felt like the Steelers had a, an outside chance. Never really believed the Steelers were, were going to win because I didn't really believe Mitchell Trubisky was going to be able to sustain some drives again, but it felt like maybe a cover was possible. But the real takeaway here is the difficulty of accepting things as they are. Every one of us, me and my career, I got a buddy named Jeff who, who, who's a lawyer in, in Dallas who's really successful. I got another buddy who's an actor who's made it. I got another buddy who's a screenwriter, such an L.A. cliche, who hasn't made it. Everybody gets comfortable with their reality. And whether it's success or failure or something in between, whether it's D-Cell loving his science fiction and his, you know, muscle competitions or me playing tennis, whatever your reality is, you grow so accustomed to it, you begin to believe that that's just the way the world is. And if you get too used to success or failure, you tend to become accustomed to the idea that's who you are. And I understand why the Pittsburgh Steelers, after such a long run of greatness and such a consistent, consistent stretch of winning and great culture and I'm not a big Ben Roethlisberger fan we did call him little Ben on the show but he's a first bout Hall of Famer having that quarterback and the defense they've had and what Mike Tomlin's about year after year the Steelers won football games that's who they think they are they could be forgiven for not understanding that a good run in life in a career in a relationship on the tennis court at the uh 
at the weightlifting competitions that Diesel competes in or on the on the field in the National Football League, the most competitive sport in the world, you could forgive the Steelers for not understanding that it's not going to last forever. And what you saw last night on an ugly Thursday night football game that was hard to look at whether you do or don't like Mitchell Trubisky against a Browns team that didn't look like a particularly good football team because Jacoby Brissett might have been the best quarterback on the field but was certainly not someone you want to see starting for an NFL football team. The takeaway from that game, 29-17, Cleveland over the Steelers, to put the Steelers 1-2, and is that the Steelers need to rebuild. For the first time in the Tomlin era, for the first time in a long time. And remember, in the National Football League, it's not like baseball. It's not the NBA. It's not a five-year process, but it can be a one- or two-year process. The Steelers were not good defensively. They did not seem to have a coherent plan. Mitchell Trubisky, God bless him, was basic at best. He looked average, almost amateur. It is time for the Steelers, and hopefully they drafted the right dude in Kenny Pickett. Where they draft him? Diesel 20? 20th pick in the draft. To simply turn the page and start over. A wise man told me this morning. Very, very wise man. Maybe Diesel. See, Diesel, I give credit where this is smart. You know what? I'm not even going to read it. I wrote it down, this little piece of paper. You come on the radio. It's a Friday, bro. This was, I like, you, you were dropping some gems this morning, bro. Have you ever seen that movie with, with um, Bradley Cooper where he takes a pill, Limitless, and it makes him a genius overnight? It's kind of like a Flowers for Algernon for, for a modern age. Yeah, this will surprise you. I have not seen that movie. Okay. You don't need to. I, I mean, just like that was when I was thinking, that, like a beautiful, a D-cell, a beautiful mind. Please give me your quote about the Steelers. The Steelers need to look in the mirror and see who they are, not who they've been. Ooh, that is some wisdom, buddy. Are you speaking from experience? Because there are times where I look in the mirror and I have the exact same, unfortunately. <laughs> I've done some self-reflection lately. Yeah, I, mean, I, did, I saw my buddy uh, Jeff last night, my buddy who's, who's the attorney, and we were catching up on old stories, and he started to tell me stories about myself, some, one of which I may have been... <laughs> A little, what's the word we're looking for? Ornery, maybe? A little um, confrontationally um, hilarious? No, not no. you. No. I didn't, and it was a great story. I didn't remember. Most people would not. I love, I'm like, I don't think that's me. He's like, bro, that's you. So I've also been doing some reflecting and thinking about who you were. And I understand that there's an idea and a notion that who you were dictates who you're going to be. And when you've had a journey, you think that that's the end of the journey. But the fact is that for all of us, in my career, in your career, in everything, we forget. And this is true in sports. You played high school sports like I did, right? And I wasn't great at most of them, but I was a pretty good tennis player. One lesson I remember, and all of you that played sports at a higher level than I did will know this, that if it's the pain and the getting up early and putting in the work, it's the effort, it's the hard stuff, it's the grind, not the glory, that got you to a level of success. And it is easy once you become really successful at anything, anything in life, and this is why I love sports, it reflects all of this, to kind of forget the hard stuff and the losing. And, I, and for me, in high school tennis, I thought I was hot, hot you know what, and I worked my tail off and I got pretty good, and then I stopped putting in that effort. I'm like, oh, this is who I am now. The Steelers have to do the same reflecting that D-Cell does that brought us that amazing quote. And I, I'm serious, I, I lo- I'm serious, I love it. 
They have to acknowledge who they are, not who they've been. Their roster is not as deep as it used to be. They don't have the coverage you have to have in the National Football League for whatever shortcomings you have. There is no perfect roster. And that coverage is a quarterback. Again, don't like little Ben. Don't think he was a great leader. I think maybe part of the reason, and I know that he wasn't a great leader because I know a bunch of dudes who played with him in those Steelers locker rooms. Their response was never, he's overrated. It was, man, he's talented. I wish he were a better guy as as a locker room guy. That's a reality. And so what you have now is a Steelers organization, not just bereft of quarterback play, but bereft of the kind of leadership, especially on that side of the ball, that can step into a void like this one where they're not particularly great and rally these guys. You need a reset. And that's not going to be easy to accept in Pittsburgh. And let's put Pittsburgh in context a little bit here. I don't think we're on the air in Pittsburgh, but I've spent time there. I love the city. I'm from Dubuque, Iowa, which isn't Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But Dubuque is, on a smaller scale, a similar city. Uh, Pittsburgh is beautiful. It is very blue-collar. It had some struggles in terms of transitioning away from some of that kind of work. And it's got a lot of pride and sports teams that have a history of success, but outside of the Steelers, not as consistently as they should be. And not to pick on the Pittsburgh Pirates, but they are, speaking of an abomination, an abomination of a baseball team. Rob Dibble came on yesterday and used him as an example of a team that doesn't spend enough money, takes advantage, I would argue, it's a beautiful ballpark, of a loyal fan base. And so you're talking about a city that, that for, for their sports pride, and for a lot of us, the pride we have in a, in a city is reflected in our sports teams. The reason I'm a Chiefs homer, and I know some of you have pointed out, isn't because I'm a Chiefs fan per se. It's because I'm a Kansas, I'm a Bears fan, and I hate the Bears. But I'm a fan of Kansas City, Missouri. I lived there for a long time. I worked at that newspaper. My kids were born in that city, right? You parents know first steps, first words, first moments, becoming a parent. Those are seminal moments. Those are cool moments. I root for that city. And, and the people of, of Pittsburgh who root for that city have had to pour all that into the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they have been rewarded by Mike Tomlin's excellence. Taking nothing away from Roethlisberger or the other great players that have gone through there. That has always been a well-coached team. And even when they weren't good enough or we didn't think they were good enough to win a Super Bowl, they were competitive. And they had a plan. And sometimes they could break through and surprise us in the playoffs. A little bit of a bogeyman in, bogeyman in the in the Patriots, but that was true for a lot of teams in the AFC. But what you saw last night against a not-very-good Browns team in this incarnation. And again, for better or worse, right or wrong, I think it's probably for worse and it's wrong, but the reality is when Deshaun Watson returns from his, what, 11-game suspension, the Browns are going to transform into either a pretty good football team or an outstanding football team if he's still the Deshaun Watson on the field he was before all the drama. The Steelers do not have a... I hate to use this term. I was going to say white knight. I'm not going to use it. They don't have some talented guy come to their rescue. And the Deshaun Watson thing is so ugly for all the obvious reasons. But in talking football, that was not a good Browns team last night. And they beat the Steelers 29-17 nonetheless. Now the Steelers have next up, if I remember this right, the Jets. Okay, maybe they win that game. Then it's at Buffalo, then against Tampa Bay, Then add a Miami team that we're going to talk about here in a second, but is going to have a chance this weekend to prove or disprove that they're the best team in the National Football League. But the fact that's possible means there's no chance the Steelers are beating those guys. Then add a Philly team that I think is really good. They are going to go into that bye week 2-6. and Maybe. Could be worse. D-Cell's right. 
no matter what Booger says. You have to acknowledge not who you were, but who you are. And I would just add to that, the way you get to where you want to be is to accept both. There are lessons from the past that can impact the present, that can get you back to where you want to be in the future. And for the Steelers, you have an excellent coach. You're capable of creating a great culture. You have, I think, from a strategic and tactical perspective, an ability to craft a really good defense as you get healthy and add some pieces. But Mitchell Trubisky's not the answer. He's not good enough at the job. And either Pickett's going to be the guy, and if that's the case, that's going to take time, and it's going to take a learning curve, and you might as well rip the Band-Aid off and begin it as part of a rebuild. Or Pickett's not the guy, and you need to know very, very quickly, and you need to rip the Band-Aid off and begin the process of a rebuild. For the first time in a generation, for the first time in living memory of a lot of Steelers fans, the actual takeaway from that Thursday night football game is it is time for the Pittsburgh Steelers to rebuild, and it's time for Mike Tomlin. He can do this to show that one of the hardest things to do in sports, and that is be a all-time great coach. Think Pete Carroll, think Bill Belichick, to be an all-time great coach who shows after so much success that your talent as a head coach includes the ability to transition to the next era. It's going to be painful, but it's going to be required, or you're going to have a lot more games like last night. There's no guarantee the Steelers of old are going to be the Steelers the next five or six years, unless, as Tom pointed out, they look in the mirror and they accept who they are. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Twitter is Sports Rider, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. But not just that, at CBS. People like to tweet at you, Tom. I um, Listener Bryce, who I reference sometimes, uh, likes to give me occasional feedback, called me last night and gave me a lot of feedback on you. He's a fan. I don't know if that's the word I would use. He's a fan. And he nailed you. He does think you're mean to bogus, though. So we're going to find out if that's going to happen again. And Diesel walks into a bar. Finish the joke next year on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Happy Friday. Thanks for being here. Uh, D-Cell, sucker! I got an alert this morning. I didn't even know USA was playing a, a friendly against Japan. Spoiler alert if you taped it. little pause for you guys. Yeah, you D-Cell. You- That's me. I taped it. They lost. Um, I got to tell Bogus something. I'm not trying to stir the pot. I'm really, I'm really not. Good morning, Andrew. Hello, Bill. Um, I think I've mentioned listener Bryce before. He listens to the show. And a lot of my friends say they listen to the show and don't listen to the show. This guy listens, brings up segments, and, and I talked to him yesterday, and he, he gave me a, a, a critique, a feedback on the show. And it's all very positive, loves you guys, and, and saying lots of, literally lots of nice things. But then he goes... I already told D-Cell this this morning. He's like, oh, I like this segment, this segment, and, man, Bogus is so good in the air, and D-Cell funny, and I like buy or sell. And then he goes, but, man, Bogus, because he, Bogus, it's like these guys know you guys, right? He goes, D-Cell really can't hide his feelings. You, listener Bryce goes, D-Cell really wears his, I go, yeah, no, that's a good read. He goes, but, like, he's not asking me, he's telling me, listener Bryce is telling me about your personalities, and says, and I just think, it's funny, I think Diesel really does have a problem with Bogish. I don't think he's kidding, and I don't get it. Bogish sounds really nice, and I said Bogish is really nice. Mm-hmm. I am really nice. So this wasn't yeah. really a critique of the show. This was a critique of me. No, no, we got into every. We just talked about everything. You know, I forgot to ask him if the youth pastor thing felt like a put down, but that's not what we're talking about here. That's not the kind. <laughs> Disa, do you want to just um, dispel the notion you got an inch, a problem with Bogish? You could do it now. You just knock it down. No, no. I mean, I would dispel it if if I could. But I mean, there's there's a little friction here. It like there's some truth to it. Oh it's my a little God. real. It's right. a little real. Can can we just decide though today? It's Friday. The week is over. Yes. It's actually yes. almost the end of September. It's a good time to make a clean break just from this conversation. Everyone can hear no. it. Diesel feels it. I certainly feel no, it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to workshop it. But it hurts to go through it for me every single day to hear It's things. not every day. I it's mean, it's four, it's four days a week. Well, because you weren't here this week. That's you exactly right. Well, we don't need to get into particulars. All right, so Diesel walks into a bar. He presented this to me earlier, not in these terms, but I wanted to run it by you, Andrew. I thought it was interesting. Diesel, pre-married Diesel, walks into a bar, and he and he sees two things. The right side of the bar, this is a stupid analogy, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to run, run with, with it. it. Go. On the right, he sees Bucks versus Packers, and he's always sort of coveted it, and that's where he would sort of target his time and attention. Maybe, maybe buy Bucks Packers a beer, see what it's doing later, try to spend some time with it. But he looks to the left, and there's something new and shiny. It's Dolphins. It's Dolphins Bills, and he he thinks that maybe that's where he you know wants to sort of spend his his time going forward. And the argument he's making is he finds. Tua Tungavailoa, I know Josh Allen's great, and Josh Allen, but Tua, more compelling, more interesting, better football. Maybe, I don't want to speak too much for you, Tom, but I think part of what you're saying, more of the future of the game, maybe even the, the, the competitive future of this season, represented in that contest than in a, the game that has, in Brady and, and Rodgers, what, t- the best and somewhere between the third and seventh best quarterback of all time. Each of those teams, which are, by the way, Super Bowl contenders this year, and I found myself agreeing, Andrew. I found myself thinking, I'm a lot more interested in Dolphins, Bills, than I am Bucks, Packers. I'm gonna, I'm interested in both, but that's how I think interesting the Dolphins are. Yeah, and I know this is gonna sound like I'm just saying this because I want to get back into Tom's 
good graces, but I'm in on Dolphins Bills too. I don't know how you're not. They're the best team in football if they win this weekend, correct? Miami? <sighs> they're, For the time being? they're a legitimate AFC contender. One of the other things I find, fa- and I know they've added guys on the offensive line, and they obviously added Tyree Kill, among other players. But I do think the, the Brian Flores conversation now is really complicated because he got fired unfairly, you could certainly argue. I think he undermined Tua in a significant way, and that, he had, that was a big part of it. He had a successful season by the Dolphins' standards before he went, and he did create and craft, from a coaching perspective, out of a pretty good roster, a very good defense. But it does the Dolphins' success, to me, feel like an indictment of Flores in the fact that he clearly did not think Tua could do it. And if, if, the, if the Dolphins keep winning, it's going to be because Tua Tungavailoa, in the right situation, is more than capable of being a really good quarterback in the National Football League. Disa, are you buying the indictment on Flores theory here, or do you just do you separate? Because Brian Flores got fired after a pretty good season. Got fired after a pretty good season, but there was never belief in his quarterback. It was always, Ever. it was always very, very obvious that he did not want Tua Tungavailoa to be his starting quarterback. Pulling him from games late in games that they were in undermining his confidence. And I know it's a recency bias. The guy just threw six touchdowns last week and a huge comeback win. But, like, if Tua can prove that he's at least an every-week quarterback, starting quarterback, like, it has to be an indictment on Flores. It has to. Yeah, and, like, they brought in a coach. And I think Mike McDaniel's really interesting because he doesn't apparently believe in personal hygiene. We've learned that. (laughs) That's true, right? Like, he gives extremely... Have you guys followed? Did you guys watch the entirety of his Levitard? His Levitard interview in particular was extremely socially awkward. I didn't find it arrogant or off put. He's just a, an awkward guy, and he's got some weird things he says about to a spiral. But maybe the reason he has a job in the NFL, despite those, maybe the guy really is a an offensive guru. We throw that term around, but I'm anyway. I'm super excited about the Dolphins too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the one way maybe to be nice to Brian Flores this year is maybe. Mike McDaniel understands the same Tua shortcomings, but knows better than Flores how to fix him. Plus, now McDaniel has Tyree Kill and Chase Edmonds around or in the system to fix it. So, because there have been numbers, people are still breaking Tua down where, you know, he's been very good against regular coverage, but his numbers dip if teams have been doing kind of tricks and disguising things and stuff like that as you go through each individual play. So he's not a finished product yet, and he could absolutely lay an egg this week against a very good Buffalo Bills defense, and then it's going to look like Brian Flores was right. So I think now this is, to me, I want to default more to Mike McDaniels is just better at coaching Tua than Brian Flores is. Or was. It's such a, and I hadn't thought, it's a great point, because I hadn't thought of the fact that McDaniel, with Shanahan, but McDaniel has some experience taking a quarterback that many people find to be, you know, average, not bad, but but no one is confusing Jimmy G with a top ten quarterback in the National Football League, and obviously they were able to have real team success. So maybe you're right. I mean, maybe part of McDaniel's talent is the ability to take if two is just a wins against replacement level quarterback to take a guy like that and and get the best out of him. Yeah. That that that's a coaching skill. Yeah, and 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 that's a different way to I guess knock Flores that he he and his staff didn't know yeah. how to make the best of Tua. That's on them as well. Um but the bottom line is he's played two really good games, but here's where he needs to be or a really good it's game a last tough weekend. One. But now here's a tough one, but here's another chance for him to 
shut people up. Is there any scenario where public humiliation has ever, and I don't mean like private humiliation, I mean public humiliation has ever worked as a motivational teaching tool? Because that is what Flores did, you know, whether it was the goal or not. He constantly yanked Tua in situations that were just like, don't start the guy if you're going to pull him in a one-possession game in the third or fourth. It didn't, I didn't understand it. It was it was so clearly not designed, but consequential in damaging to his self confidence. Yeah, and it's also coming from an organization that was flirting with Tom Brady over multiple years, was yeah. asking you to lose games or not lose games. I mean, so like there was a there was a lot going on that maybe stuff wasn't in Brian Flores' head. I, it's just so they all deserve blame. The percentage is the question that we'll never really have the answer to because we don't know exactly everything that went down. I, and by the way, to our to our wonderful listeners in, in Tampa Bay and, and in Wisconsin, it's not that I'm not interested in that game. I think it probably is the same reality in human nature that, that makes people overlook the Chiefs every year now. The Bucks packers game is a great game. It's just not – I know what to expect. Those are two extraordinary quarterbacks, really good teams. It'll be a good game. And both those teams are going to be in the mix in a serious way in the playoffs – Whereas I don't know with the Dolphins, so I'm just more interested in finding getting the answer. Is can, it, can is it you a great game, it, though? Can you hear it now? Whoever I think loses so. that no. game, whether it's Brady or Rodgers, can you already see them at the podium after the game? It's just one game. We're going to get back to work. We're fine in the long run. It's still a long way to go. Like, we know. Like, whoever loses this game, both teams are playoff teams. We know. We know they're going to be there at the end of the season. So, like, so early in the year for these two heavyweights – it's just, I don't know. I feel like there's more juice with Bill's Dolphins. Bogus asked a good question. Is it a great game? I guess maybe more accurately, it's a, it, it is an important game. But I'm not as captivated by it. Right. It's important because maybe they have the same record at the end of the year and the right. head-to-head win changes who hosts the other in a playoff game. It is Brady versus Rodgers. But who are either one of those guys throwing passes to on Sunday between Devontae Adams being gone, all the injuries in Tampa Bay, a beat-up you know, Bucks offensive line? I can make the case that Titans and Raiders is a more intriguing game because it's basically an elimination game in the AFC with both of them being 0-2. Maybe this is my personal whatever coming in, but Giants-Cowboys on Monday night. (laughs) The Giants are coming on. The Cowboys are with Cooper Rush. Giants... Giants Cowboys is a better game than Bucks well, Packers. I mean, not, come it's on, it's not a better game, but we're going to learn more. We could learn more from a game like that than like Bucks and Saints. I mean, Bucks and Bucks and Packers. What's it going to tell you? An incomplete Buccaneer <laughs> team play unless unless they hold Aaron Rodgers to three points. Like that's the lesson is that the Packers are really broken on offense. Like that's that's to me is the thing to take away from this game if Tampa Bay smothers them for four quarters. Yeah, I do think Aaron Rodgers' ability to cultivate some some receiving success out of out of not particularly talented and or young receivers is a really interesting question, and we've seen Brady do that with the Patriots before. But come on, dude, there, there's no answer for Monday Night Football because whoever wins that game, I'm still not sure if either of those teams are good at football. If the, the Giants should win that game, I think they'll win that game. I think the Cowboys are a disaster. I don't think Cooper Rush is for real. So let's say the Giants go to three and zero, and they're yeah three and zero undefeated. I mean, what do we really, what would we really know about them? We'll know that they'll be four and zero because they play the Bears next weekend. <laughs> well, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand Good. at all why T. Cell gets mad at you. Yeah, you just I don't. Are you? Do you want to? You used to be the Cowboys guy, D. Cell. You were the I'm D. Cell. The Cowboys are amazing. I mean, you 
get back on the bandwagon. No, 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 no. You know, no, you up. know, I left that bandwagon. I'm not All getting right. fooled by the Cowboys again. I'm on the Dolphins this year. Are you both with me? <laughs> Are you both with me? They do not need to win this game to make a statement. What? <laughs> they don't need to win this game to make a statement that they're a legitimate team. They need to play well. They don't necessarily ah, have sorry. to win this game. I was stuck on your Jerry Maguire. Who's coming with me? I was waiting for you to hold up the fish. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I will buy that. It's a long, it's a long season in, in the NFL. Again, I think it's hard to know anything until the fifth week. But yes, if if the Dolphins play them close, and the Dolphins lose, but they play them close, and or Tua plays really well, because I, I think that's another thing. If if the Bills' offense is just so good that it blows the Dolphins' defense away, but Tua looks outstanding, right? If it's 42-21 to 21 or 24, but Tua plays pretty well, I, I do think it'll it'll tell us something really interesting. There's three judgments here. What are the Dolphins? Can the Dolphins win? If they lose, what do they look like compared to the Bills? And then I just think there's what does Tua look like independently of the outcome. I agree. There's three measuring sticks there, and I just don't think you have that with Packers-Bucks. I mean, the, the other thing is, and I guess maybe I hold on to this, I can still remember Tua's, I'm going to do this wrong, Alabama National Championship game when he came in the second half. Did I have that right? And single-handedly sparked a national championship for Alabama. I mean, that is a, was that against Clemson? I should know this stuff all the time, and I just can't remember. Who did Bama beat in that game? None of us know, right? Wait, are you? Have you flipped it? Didn't Jalen Hurts come into a national title game off because no, two of uh, Because I, like an idiot, watched the first half. It was on during when I was doing the show at night, and I was like, "Oh, this game's over." And I got into the subway, and I got out of the subway, and Klug had sent me fifty-eight text messages, Klug. live tweeting basically. Two had come in and turned the thing around. I had missed a a, a chunk of it. And my point is, I know Diesel's going to look it up. And that in that setting, that's the most incredible pressure you can experience in college football. And whoever Alabama was playing was clearly loaded with all kinds of future NFL talent. And so my point is that, that Tua is good enough, at least at the collegiate level, at the highest levels, to handle the pressure and to handle really athletic competition. So I, I do think there's a there's a possible outcome, unless I'm just in an alternate universe and I'm remembering this wrong, where Tua plays really well against the Bills. Uh, it was Georgia. Georgia, I knew it was one of the right, and he came in the second half. That they, yeah, and that would explain yeah. why why Klug was going nuts. That's right, because Klug is a Georgia fan. All right, so you're are we all are we all betting on the? We can talk Monday, but we're all betting on the on the Giants, right? Yeah, I am. Oh yeah, pound on the Giants. He sells money. Uh, no, I am not, not at all. You're gonna bet on the Cowboys? Oh, you uh, don't bet. That's uh, right. I'm staying away from this game. <laughs> Got it. Too bad football. All right. Well, that was a very pleasant conversation. Let's have an unpleasant one about Ime Adoka here on the program after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogut. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, this season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, Holiday Triple Headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries to fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Um, Diesel, I, I was thinking about Tua last night, even before you told me that if you walked into a bar, Diesel walks into a bar and you saw you know, Dolphins, Bills at one end, and you saw Packers, Bucks at the other, you would go to the surprising Miami-Buffalo side of the bar because you find Tua tantalizing. Uh, I was thinking about how quickly... Success can arrive. Fame can arrive. Adulation can arrive. You have it. It's college. It's gone. To a maybe it comes back. And a story my buddy Jeff told me, who I'm hanging out with um, these couple days. I had forgotten this when I so so when you go to the Super Bowl as a media member, you get invited to these Super Bowl parties, and so you get these emails. Lee Steinberg invited me to one. Dear Phil, we would love to have you at the Super Bowl party because you are very important. Right, sign Lee Steinberg's assistant. So me and my friend Jeff, because I think that Super Bowl was in Houston, and Jeff lives in in the Metroplex, went down and we got some free drinks. Do you say you like free drinks, right? Some free orders. Oh, of course, yeah. I think John Hamm was at one of these things. And I've forgotten this. There was a young quarterback who was there who was coming out to be drafted that year maybe, or maybe, yeah, like was in the upcoming draft. I'm trying to remember the timing of this. Yeah, it was in the upcoming draft. And he was sort of awkward and, and wasn't really talking to anyone. And because I'm a really good person, D-Cell, I just ignored him. I didn't want any of that awkwardness. And, uh, and my buddy Jeff, I guess, went to, the, like, went to the bathroom and saw this poor kid hiding in the hallway. You know where you're, kinda, you're at a social event and you kind of feel awkward, no one's talking to you, so you try to find a quiet place to stand but where no one can see you? It was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And I have a vague memory of, a memory of Mahomes there and – you know, someone maybe walking up and looking at my name tag and be like, uh, Phil? Phil Biter? This is Patrick, right? I, I have a vague memory, maybe. But it reminded me of how quickly, right, Mahomes is a celebrated athlete, collegiate athlete, gets invited to the party like I do. Sort of awkward. No one wants to talk to him. Who cares who this guy is? And then you fast forward and he is, what, one of the five most important? It's probably an exaggeration. Ten most important athletes on earth? Somewhere in that range? Certainly in, in, in American sports, if you exclude your soccer, he gets a top five. It, these things can come and go really quickly, and maybe they can for, for Tua as well. Those I don't like those, but those parties are all I don't like those things, man. <laughs> I wouldn't do well at those. I I do well and I hate them. I just I don't and, and, and I don't remember this either. Jeff tells me that some older lady and I picture her, I don't think he said there's the big bun of curly hair that's blue. I don't think that part's true. Okay. Basically took pity on Patrick and talked to him for, I don't know, five or ten minutes. <laughs> and then she probably went to the ladies' room. I mean, it was probably on the – it was – the point is, Tua has been a laughingstock. 
and has been humiliated by his former coach and has sort of been written off. And he's not there yet, but he's on the cusp of turning that narrative around in a really serious way. You beat the Bills, and I think that that possibility gets supercharged. Maybe it just arrives. I guess we got it. Not I guess. We do have to get to the Ime Odoka stuff. Ime Odoka, first-year head coach of the Celtics last year, led them to the NBA Finals, very well respected, came from the Brooklyn Nets, one of the young rising stars, hired by Brad Stevens, who became the president of basketball operations when Danny Ainge went to Utah, and everything clicked, and everything was perfect. And we, we talked yesterday on the fact that he was facing and now has a one-year suspension from his organization for allegations of an improper relationship with a team employee, and a bunch of buddies and tech strings, a bunch of friends, a bunch of colleagues, a few sources. And on the show, we wrestle with, mm, it's, it, it's reported as a consensual relationship. Yes, Udoka has a long-term fiancé who's the mother of his child, but that is a personal matter. That is not a, a Celtics matter. Is it appropriate for this response? Why is it happening? And I said, Tom, I don't think very articulately, but I tried to say yesterday that there is jeopardy for an organization like the Celtics from a legal perspective, from a moral perspective. And remember, we have seen, right or wrong, I think it's right, Adam Silver and the NBA be pretty aggressive in making stands where they feel like organizations, including owners, have embarrassed the, the league by acting in a way that's not appropriate. And so I think the Celtics had to guard themselves against any risk, any concern. And I'm making no disparagements on the woman. And I was making no disparagements on Adoka. I don't know, but if you have a dynamic where someone in power in a company has a sexual relationship, consensual one, with someone who's not in power, there can always be the viewpoint or reality from the person not in power that now it's awkward or it's gotten inappropriate or actually it wasn't, I mean, it was consensual, but I felt pressured. And again, I'm not saying what's true or not true. I'm simply saying that being something that's spoken can create a whole world of problems. And it turns out, according to the latest reporting, since we went off the air yesterday, that's where we are. Uh, reports that this woman did have a consensual, alleged consensual relationship, intimate relationship with, with the Celtics head coach, Ime Odoka. But then she then felt, what was it, un, inappropriate advances. I don't think advances was the word. Inappropriate interactions with Odoka. And who knows? I don't know what that means. And I'm, again, not making a judgment on who's right or wrong here. And neither probably can the Celtics. This is the point, though. Odoka put them, the Celtics, in a position of jeopardy. And at the risk of sounding crass, Tom, at the risk of sounding like a jerk, if you are a person who is inclined to go out there and have intimate relationships with people that aren't your wife or your 10-year partner who's your fiancé and the mother of your kid, if that's what you're about and you're, and you're a coach in the NBA and you're a pretty compelling figure and you have a lot of charisma and you have a lot of money and you have a lot of success, and again, at the risk of sounding like a jerk, it's not going to be difficult for you to walk into an actual bar and spend quality time with some ladies. Don't do it at work. Are you kidding? I'm sure that's part of the frustration with the Celtics organization. And... The further reporting that I'm sure infuriated Boston is, according to Shams, they found out, Celtics brass, some of them, about this in July, and then came to the conclusion, well, it's consensual, and it's all okay. I'm sure a lot of that came from Adoka. And so for this person now, this woman, to be reportedly alleging that she was made to feel uncomfortable, who knows what that means and what else could come out, that puts the Celtics and every person who basically gave Adoka a pass in July, that puts them in the chopping block. That makes them potentially culpable. That makes the person above them wonder about their ability to assess these sorts of things. No wonder this guy not only is suspended for a year, but hasn't been guaranteed he'll be back, which I think means he may be fired. He made a huge mistake. And again, I'm not. it's not my business to get in someone's personal business. 
I don't think you should cheat on your wife, like in terms of my personal worldview, but I'm not judging other people. Some people do, some people don't. If that's what you're going to do, or in this case your your partner and, 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 and fiancé, mother of your kid, and, and again, not trying to pick an Ime Adoka, but if you're Ime Adoka or anyone of that stature, I promise you, just having covered it and been around it, it's pretty easy to find someone to hang out with. To quote Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan, what do, what do you say, Tiger? You say your name is Tiger Woods. That's the lot. That's it. And so to do it at work is not just a betrayal of the organization. It's not just a lot of jeopardy and a lot of potential problems that he's brought down. It shows such a compelling lack of judgment. It shows such a, a lack of regard for how you're supposed to operate in a position of power. I understand where the Celtics are struggling to weigh. My God, the guy can coach, but what an idiot. Not that he's a dumb man, but that he did something that's so out of bounds in terms of his judgment. It has to call into question his judgment in other matters. And, and, and that's why yesterday I didn't jump to conclusions and simply told you this stuff gets complicated. There's more coming. We don't know what's going to be true or not true, but the Celtics wouldn't have done this if they didn't feel betrayed by Adoka and or in some serious problems because of him. And that's all i got to say on it, at least for now. I'm sure we'll hit it Monday if more news comes out. Let's go on a gambling informational journey with Nick Costos, one of the best in the business. He's next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 